Shalom to all! Today we're going to be learning the very last Mishnah Maseches Chala and the very first Mishnah Maseches Arla. And today's Mishnahs are being learned Lilu Nishmas, Mars Miriam Sarah Basar Biakav Moshe Hernish Shalom Shadav Nolio and Beschos Rachel Basar Varigitol and Daniel Yezer inspired Rachel they should be gebenched with Zarshal Kayama Bekarav Mamish. And Mishnah Alf tells us Ben Antinois that was the name of a fellow Hella Bechayrus Mi Bavel he brought his Bechayrus up from Bavel. Bechayrus are firstborn animals they have to be given to a Kayin so he brought his firstborn animals from Bavel up to Eretz Yisrael. But Vlay Kibbul Menu they did not accept them from him. Why not? That's because we have a drasha that compares Meiser to Bechayrais, and the same way that Meiser is not brought from Bavel Tarot Yisrael, so too Bechayrais aren't brought from Bavel Tarot Yisrael. Another situation, Yosef HaKayin, Hevi Bikure Yayin Veshemen. Yosef HaKayin, he brought Bikurim, which is first fruits, but instead of bringing the fruit, he brought wine and oil, which means that he had first fruits of grapes and first fruits of olives, and instead of bringing the grapes and the olives up, he turned the grapes into wine and the olives into oil. But the Mishnah tells us, they did not accept that from him. And why not? That's because we know that Bikurim, the first fruits, have to be brought up in fruit form. You gotta bring the actual fruit up. You can't squeeze it into juice. And the only way that a person's allowed to bring wine or oil up is if when he picked the grapes or the olives, he had in mind that he's gonna turn it into wine or oil. But since Yosef HaKayin did not have that in mind, so they didn't accept this wine and oil Bikurim from him. Another story about this Yosef HaKayin, he also brought his sons and the people of his house to do Pesach Katan in Yerushalayim, but they sent him back. So let's understand what he did, and then we'll be able to understand why they sent him back. So we know that Arab Pesach, a person has to bring a carbon Pesach, and that's eaten in Yerushalayim. If a person wasn't able to bring carbon Pesach, either because he was Tomei, or because he was very far away from the Beis HaMikdash, and wasn't able to get there in time, so he has something called Pesach Sheni, which is a month after Pesach. Pesach, and he brings the carbon Pesach then. Now there's a key difference between the regular carbon Pesach and Pesach Sheni. His children, even ones that are Ketanim, are chayv to eat carbon Pesach Rishon. However, if they miss Pesach Rishon, there is no chayv to bring them to Shalim and have them do Pesach Sheni. But this Yosef HaKayin, he brought his kids who were under Bar Mitzvah to Yerushalayim to do Pesach Sheni. That's what Pesach Katan is. The question is why they send him back. That's because, says the Mishnah, so this thing shouldn't be established as a chayv. We don't want people seeing that Yosef HaKayin did this, and then they're going to say, oh, we have to do this with our kids as well. And then everyone's going to start bringing their kids who are under Bar Mitzvah to do Pesach Sheni Yerushalayim, and it's going to turn into something which is a chayv. But we know that there is no chayv for that. Therefore, they sent him back. And lastly, the Mishnah tells us, Aristain, that was the name of a fellow, Hevi Bikurev Me'apamya. He brought his Bikurim, his first fruits, from a place called Apamya, which was in Surya. And they did accept these Bikurim from him. And why is that? Because they said, Someone that buys a field in Surya, it's as if he bought a field in one of the outlying areas of Yerushalayim. And therefore, the same way that when fruit grows in one of the outlying areas of Yerushalayim, it's Chayv and Bikurim, so too, when fruit goes on Jewishly owned land in Surya, that also has a chiyav abikurim. With this, we finish the Masechta. Mazel Tov for finishing Masechta's Chala, just like we were to finish this Masechta together. We should be Zechra finish all of Shisha Seder Mishnah together. And now moving right on to Masechus Arla. So by now, we already know that Arla is the term used to describe the first three years of fruit that grow on a tree. For the first three years after a tree is planted, any fruit that grows on it is usher to eat. Now, not only is it usher to eat Arla, a person is also not allowed to have Hana'a. They're not allowed to derive benefit from it, like they're not allowed to feed it to their animals. And they have to take this Arla, and it's got to be burned. Now, in this Masechta, we're going to be learning about many details regarding Arla. 
What trees have an Isra Arla? What Suffolk Arla? Is there any permissible use of Arla? What about Bittal by Arla? And much, much more. So starting out with Mishnah Aleph, the Mishnah tells us, A person who plants a tree, but he just wants to plant it for a fence or for wood, for beams. He has no intention to eat the fruit that grows on this tree. He just wants to plant this tree. It's a nice, big, solid, thick tree. And he's planting it on the edge of his yard to be used as a border fence. Or he wants to plant this tree and makes nice strong branches. He's going to cut the branches off and use them as beams to build his house, someone else's house, or something else. So the Mishnah tells us, Patermina Arla, any fruit that grows on this tree is Pater from Arla. That's because the Pasuk tells us, Unitatem kol eitz maichal. And what we learn from the Pasuk is only if the tree is being planted for its fruit. But since this tree is not being planted for its fruit, any fruit that grows on it is not subject to Arla. Rabbi Yesi, I mean, Rabbi Yesi tells us a chiddush. Afilu Amar, even if this fellow says about this tree that he's planting, the inner part of the tree is for food. I want to eat any fruit that grows on the inner part of the tree, whereas the outer part is just for the fence. Now, Rabbi Yesi, I mean, Rabbi Yesi tells us something interesting. Afilu Amar, even if this fellow said, the inner part of this tree is meant for food. So any fruit that grows on the inner part of this tree, I want to eat. The outer part of this tree is meant for the fence. I have no intention to eat any fruit that's going to grow on the outer part of the tree. I just want to use it for my fence. So Rabbi Yassi tells us, Whatever grows on the inner part of the tree is chayv in Arla, because that's meant for food, whereas anything that grows on the outer part of the tree is pata from Arla. But what I'm passing like Rabbi Yassi, because we can't exactly split a tree in half. Either the tree is chayv in Arla, or it's not chayv in Arla. We're going to stop here for the day. Pick up tomorrow with Mishnah Bays and Gimel. For now, everyone should have a wonderful day.